Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. Hello, you're listening to episode 12 of of my Caravan Industry Insights podcast and I hope you're well. I have just returned from a weekend in Cheshire with the Caravan Writers Guild. Uh, I'm currently the vice chairman of the guild, so I went up there to meet up with some um, long-term friends from from the guild and some other journalists, writers, uh, publishers, etc. I took, I stayed in um, a trailer tent, which is my first experience of a trailer tent. It was a um, an Isabella Camplet which was yeah, really, really impressed with it, actually. It was a tiny and lightweight tow, so really easy. Perfect for an electric vehicle as well, I would imagine. And then once I got on site, of course, arrived in the dark and in the rain. Two combinations that I didn't want to do when putting this this up for the first time. Uh, but I had been shown what to do by um, Steve from from the MD at Isabella. So I had uh, for that fresh in my mind and... He was right. Um, it is possible to, to un, unpack it and, and uh, unfold it pretty quickly, so that I was very quickly out of the of the rain. Difficult again, difficult to describe on a podcast, but literally, you, you um, undo a couple of clips, fold the lid over, and pull the um, pull the the fabric up, and then you got a, a tender. Then I just pegged it out uh, later on once the uh, well after I had a drink and once the rain had stopped, um, which was good. So. It's nice because you sleep off the ground. There's, there's a bed in a double bed in each half of the um, the unit, and the tailgate opens out to provide a kitchen. So there's a Dometic two burner hob, etc. So, yeah, I've not used one before. Really impressed. It gave me lots of living space. Uh, definitely prefer it to um, taking my tent with me. That uh, would have been my other option for the time. Um, it was really comfortable, really good. Lots of space and easy to take. It took me longer to pack it away than it did to unpack it, unfold it, uh, just because it had been there'd been a lot of heavy rain and I wanted to make sure it was all as dry as possible and folded everything away. But I'm sure I'd get quicker at that in time. And then I towed it back down the motorway um, really easy and uh, dropped it back at Isabella. Um, really impressed, so thank you to Isabella for that. I'll uh, look at trailer tents with m- much more interest in the future. So this episode, before we go any further, this episode is an an interview I did at uh, the Caravan Salon in Dusseldorf, and it's with uh, Mauro, not very good, I can't pronounce his surname very well, I'll let him do that in the interview. He's the export manager from Knaus Tabot, and we had a really interesting chat about uh, concepts that they had on the stand and uh, a new production technique that they're using in their very plush Azure caravan range. Uh, the first being the Knaus Tura CUV. They call it a caravanning utility vehicle, I believe. And it is, if you haven't seen it, I'll describe it briefly. It is based on a, a Volkswagen T6.1 cab and it's under six metres long. Um, you 
call it a camper van because it's got a pop-up roof, but the roof doesn't pop up in the normal way, you know, front to back or back to front. The whole roof goes up. So from front to back, the whole roof goes up. And this has enabled the designers to do very clever things with the interior. So the, the layout is um, what you'd expect in a motorhome with a, uh, a bed across the back, a kitchen in the centre with a washroom opposite, and then a front dinette utilising the, the swivelling chairs in the front in the front cab. Uh, but there's lots of clever things in there. Obviously, the roof itself is clever, the way the whole thing goes up, because that gives you maximum headroom from front to back. Yet when it's travelling, obviously, it's... Uh, I can't remember... The, I'm not sure I got the exact dimensions, but it's around the two-metre mark. So you've got... Um, it's easier, uh, better, more fuel-efficient for travelling. But very cleverly inside, and I did get a tour of it, The is the uh, washroom where the shower literally sort of... Yeah, the top half of the shower folds down into the bottom half, and then the, the bed sort of covers it so you've got maximum bed space when you're not using the shower but if you want to use a shower you just lose the the front quarter of the um of one corner of the bed difficult to describe if you haven't seen it in reality but a very clever solution there's no doubt about that so it's really brilliant Canal Group is one of the one of the manufacturers that has actively looked at other different other chassis vehicles uh, because of this shortage of supply of, of the usual Fiat. So Canal Group is doing a number of new models on the on the VW T six point one and the Crafter as a base vehicle actually, which uh, both look really smart, uh, as well as Ford models as well, of course. The other new innovation that uh, I've talked to about in this interview is very interesting as well it's a new production um method so they've got it they've used it for a, a new caravan the azure range and we first saw this production technology used in the little travelino they did a couple of years ago so it's a i forget the exact name of the material but effectively a, a fiberglass plasticky frame which is put together by robots now that's very innovative because um, i don't think there's robots used in caravan production anywhere in the world as far as i know um, so they were very excited about that. It gives immense strength to the body, to the frame of the caravan. Uh, and when they've also done, done some nice things with the design of the interior as well, but uh, which he showed me after the interview. Um, and certainly the, the strength that the framework gives it has enabled them to make some changes to the interior. So that's quite interesting as well. Oh, and it looks yeah, fantastic. So I hope you enjoy this interview. So I'm here in Hall 1 on the Knaus tablet stand and I'm talking to Mauro and I can't pronounce your surname so I'm going to ask Gaspari. you Okay, just, just tell me your name and your role at Knaus. My name is Mauro de Gasperi and I'm the export manager at the Knaus tablet company. Excellent, okay. And quickly let's talk about Dusseldorf. You've obviously got a huge, well, two halls here I think, haven't you? Yes. And what are, your, what are the highlights of the show? What have you launched or unveiled today? Well, we, our efforts has been to offer a wide range of motorhomes from different chassis. So we have been developing in the last 12 months 13 new ranges. Wow. And we are offering now vehicles on Mercedes, on Ford, on MAN uh, and Volkswagen and also Volkswagen T6.1 and Craster. Very nice. And of course, the developing of these new ranges is a challenge, but yes. it is also a chance to develop absolutely, also to create new, yeah, new products that are fulfilling needs that in the beginning seem not, not to be possible. And we manage 
with the range is called the Tura Ben by Knauns. Yeah. And the Excursion Ben by Weinsberg. And they're both on the T6.1. A lovely combination. Uh, they combine, let's say, uh, the dream or the minute what the first customer, let's say, are looking for into a funnel then, but with a fix or with a completely insulated body like a coach built motorhome, yeah. yeah, yeah. And briefly tell me about your tourist CUV because that looks really exciting. This is, let's say, the next uh, step because we said today, what customer wanting people can find in the market is the classical panel van, or we have these city cars. It's a car with a pop-up roof and a kitchen. Yeah. And what we presented with this tourist UV is, let's say, uh, a vehicle that can be used like a car because it has a total height of two meter and 13 only, but the roof is lifting up not like a pop-up roof, it's going parallelly to the, yeah, to the vehicle. And it's a vehicle with a length of five meter and 88 centimeters, so quite uh, compact. Uh, yeah, under six and, meters. Yeah. And is offering a bathroom with a separate shower. Wow. A double bed, a fixed double bed in the rear. It has a kind of pull-down bed in the front, and the kitchen and the sitting roof. So it's a motorhome but in a very compact size and... Uh, yeah, and no height restrictions because of the roof. Obviously, this is a podcast, so we haven't got a, a visual here, but just, so just to make it clear that the roof, it rises from front. Like a, a normal camper van, it would go up at the front or up at the back, but this one, the whole the roof yes. goes vertically, so they've yeah. got this full height yeah. everywhere within the yeah. vehicle, which is really innovative. And we developed a special system with, let's say, overhead locker that they're movable. Oh, so that so when the roof goes down, is closed, then they can be taken away and based stored. Okay, I haven't looked inside yet, but I'm definitely going to check check that out. Okay, so let, let's go into into a bit more detail then. How long did it take you to develop the uh, the tourer CUV, and when is it likely? Is it just a concept, or will it go into production? We started one year ago. Uh, of course, the goal was to try to find alternatives, chassis to fulfill say the needs of the market mm -hmm. and of course in order to to be able to supply vehicles in a shorter time oh yeah and so and then of course we started we said on a vehicle like that we should produce let's say an alternative to the panel vents and but we wanted to not just make it simple and, and having a car with a kitchen maybe with the shiny bathroom with an elf. It should have offer all the functions of a, of a motorhome. And in the end, internally, it was funny because this project was called It's Not Possible. Because when we were talking with the technician and we said, okay, we would like to have this and this, and it doesn't work, it's, it's not possible. And we had to analyze all the points, for example, the chassis is slower compared to the Stellantis chassis. So, and this, the position of the sitting roof behind the driver's cabin, it was higher. 
So somebody would have been sitting with a table <laughs> which was too high. So and we created, let's say, instead of normally and the half integrated by the low frame chassis, uh, there is a, a step underneath the sitting room. Uh -huh. So and we created a negative step so that we could equalize uh, the height between the yeah, chassis seven. and uh, so yep. that's just an example. Yep. Then we developed, let's say, a pull-down bed over the cabin, which is lighting. It's not 100% a pull-down bed in the classical way, wow. which offered the possibility to have a really uh, a big bed, which is stable because on, it's fixed on both sides mm -hmm. uh, on rails. Uh -huh. and it's lighter. And uh, of course, it's even cheaper than having the whole mechanism and give us the possibility to use the full width of the vehicle. Otherwise, you have these mm -hmm. metal arms on both sides. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's an example. Then we had the challenge. We said we want to have a vehicle with a separate shower. So in a vehicle with 5 meter 88 mm -hmm. to have four birds mm. and the bathroom with a shower. Oh, that's, that's a challenge. That is a challenge. The technical people forget it. <laughs> it's then, not possible. Then we have to make it longer. <laughs> right. And, uh, and so we developed the bathroom. We, we, we have a patent on, on all this. And half of the bathroom is underneath the rear bed. And uh, it's with a simple movement of a, of a cushion or a pillow, you can lift it up. Mm -hmm and then create a separate shower. Wow, that's cool. And so that in the end, and the vehicle has a garage. <laughs> so it's incredible, it's really. <laughs> right, so I'm sure that if you've gone to all this, all this, put all this time and effort into it, you must be hopefully planning to produce it soon. We are going to produce it in October. We will start through the production by Knaus and Weinsberg as well. Right. Between the two brands, the vehicles are basically the same. There are some little differences in the... Is this, is this, in, in, is this in general for your VW models or...? Yeah. yeah. What about the Tourer, the Tourer the CUV? The Tourer CUV that will come in production later in March 23. Okay. That's not too At far off. At the moment, what we present here in Düsseldorf is, say, it's a prototype, yeah. which is quite, say, quite a vehicle ready to go into production. It's not just a study or a, no, it's a yeah. advanced yeah. step. And we are uh, we are not able to to give the price today. But at the, the press conference today, our CEO was saying that in Germany. The retail price will be under 80,000 euro. Okay. And uh, yeah, it will uh, start, the production will start in March. Are you going to bring it to the Birmingham show in, in the NEC in the UK? We are bringing to the NEC in October. We will have this tour van. And I don't remember, I don't have now the list in mind, <laughs> all the vehicles. And uh, at the moment, we are not 100% sure if we take part at the NEC in February. Yeah. We have to see according to okay. the situation. Yeah. But what about the, will the, will the CUV concept come, come to Birmingham in October? No. No. We just have this one 
and we had to choose it. Uh, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I've seen it here in that case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we try to, we will provide some videos and we are translating now the videos, the official video that we uh, okay today so that we have it in English yeah. at least to have some material. Okay, cool. So the CUV doesn't really, you, you don't, Canals doesn't do a, a traditional camper van with a pop-up roof at all, does it? Or no, we have it. You do? You do? Sorry. Okay. We have it on this vehicle and we have here in the whole four. By Weinsberg, we have a study also on Ford with the classical pop-up roof. Okay. Um, we are developing it because the Ford is, has a different size compared to Fiat. Oh, yeah. But we will come later in season until with the pop-up roof finished by Ford. I'll have to go and have a look. Do you, do you still plan on including the Fiat? chassis in your range? Yeah, 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 of yeah. course, of course. It's, uh, the problem is only that we have been selling so well last year in, in the other year 22. Mm. And unfortunately, the problem that the whole car industry is matching with half conductors and electronic yes. parts and so yeah. on. Lantis, could they supply us maybe 35% of what it was planned to be produced and supplied. Right. So it means that all the chassis from Stellantis that we will get in the model year 23, we need them to produce the vehicle that uh, have been already sold. So there's no possibility now to sell additionally vehicles on Fiat, for example, because we, have, we are not able to, to give any indication about the delivery time and uh, we don't know if we sell today a vehicle that is going to be produced in 24. We are not wow. even able to tell a price. Uh, yes, cool. So, and that's a crazy situation. I think every manufacturer is, is yeah. matching this. Yeah, that is a nightmare, it's basically. So your other innovation here is the, uh, the caravan range, the Azure? Azure, yes. Tell me a bit more about that. Azure is the result of the project. Say it started 11 years ago. Really? Oh, and in the beginning, it was this idea to produce a very light caravan. So the Travelino oh, yeah. was called at that time. But in order to produce a very light caravan, we had to, let's say, to try to reconsider every detail of a caravan. So starting from the chassis, the furniture, the construction of the body, and and so, and we have been developing in every, by every element, we have been trying to get solution to get the line current. And, you know, from one idea, you jump out to, you jump up to, to another one. And, and in the end, we developed, it's a revolutionary system. We call it, let's say, it's a robotar supported frame technology. So we basically, we create a frame for the caravan which is in polyurethane and all these elements are like Lego construction. Mm -hmm. Well, then they are, yeah. They slot together. Yeah. Yeah. Together. And we have a special creative production line with Robotar to assemble this, this frame. And also the conjunction of the elements of this frame is, is not as usual with Sika Flex or but we are using uh, infrared uh, system that ah. allow us 
in the speed in the production to have this perfect frame, which has say the, the perfection like in the car industry. There are not tolerances. Uh, wow. Uh, and once that we have this uh, frame ready, we will glue the sidewalls. The sidewalls are in the produced in sandwich as standard, but with polyurethane frame, there's no wood in in the perimeter of the sidewall and the floor and, and the roof. Right. We just have some wooden reinforcement by the windows or by the entrance door. And this is glued into the frame. So just if I understood that correctly, the, the wall the walls and the ceiling and the floor are conventional. Really, this are conventional. We are using a special styropore with a high density, right? And the frame around the, around the side wall is in polyurethane, okay. it's not wood. And the critical thing is they all then get glued to this pre-existing frame. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's creating one unity. It's one block in the end when it's glued together. Right. Which means it has. A, an extremely high strongness and stability, which allow us in the way we fix the furniture to, let's say, to create, to grow different ways. Uh, until now in the standard production, it's, it's said that you screw the, for example, the wardrobe of, of the fridge into the floor and into the, the ceiling. Yeah. And here we can have a kind of floating furniture uh-huh. concept. Yeah which opens uh, different uh, different yeah. ideas and, and solutions. So does it make the caravan lighter? It's definitely, it's lighter. Of course, now these are tour with the equipment that it has. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not more or less the same weight as a, as a standard caravan, but okay. it has more equipment inside. So well, okay. if we compare with, with the equipment, then it's, yeah. it's definitely lighter. For example, this caravan have, has the is uh, what's called the, the heavy steady corner. They, are in, yeah, in the they are in plastic. Really? So we developed especially from this traveling concept um, because we said, why should they have in, should be in, in, in steel or uh, we mm. can save uh, something like uh, 25, 30 kilograms wow. in this way. Wow. Also the furniture construction is different. We developed a special system with very thin furniture. It's uh, it has a special material inside. Mm-hmm. But the challenge was to develop the screwing system that can hold it. Yeah, because if you have a thin panel and you yeah. screw inside, and, yes, and we have a system so that allow us to let's say every screw can can hold 25 kilograms. So it's, of course, is the result of other developments to yeah. get a very light caravan. Do, do you still produce the Travelino? Oh, no. We, let's say we stopped at that time because we had, you know, this project about the frame technology is something that we have to test and invent. Mm-hmm. There's no handbook where you can read mm-hmm. how to do it. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's been really a challenging process. And at some points, we said, oh, forget it, or it will never come out. But 
you know, from a challenge, you'll find a solution, and from that solution, you'll come to the Anywhere world. Well done. And, and there, the Azure, as it is today, that's, let's say, the result of the whole project. But right. it's, it's, you know, it's in the development, it's one step, and yeah. it goes on. With this, for example, with this vertical structure, it's possible, for example, to open up a sidewall or the full backside, because the structure is it's there. It's sort of strength. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, it, is it still on an Alco chassis? It's, we developed as our special chassis. Your own chassis? Uh, we call it Dionic yeah. uh, chassis, yeah. which is lighter, is stronger. And is it made of steel or is it? It's steel. Yeah. It's just, yeah. steel, but it's, it has a lot of openings yeah, uh, to, uh, to make it lighter, yeah. but it's strong, stronger than, yeah. than the other one. Yeah. Lighter. But the really interesting thing is your, is your production technique, because you can use robots, which sounds like a bit of a first in, in the caravan industry. Yeah, at the moment, of course, uh, this year, we are launching now this Azure with four layouts. In the year one, of course, we will not be able to produce thousands of units. Yeah. yeah. Another reason is also, I mean, the, the processes are clear, but we have to test before we invest now into a longer production line to see also the step at the moment in, in the past, you know, it's clear. You have a chassis, you have a floor, and then you put the kitchen and the bathroom and then the side walls, and then you close the caravan and that's in the traditional way. Yeah. Now we have a frame and then shall we put first the furniture <laughs> and close it or close the body and uh, <laughs> let the furniture come up from the, from, from the top. It's a challenge. So, and we, of course, having the possibility to create completely something new. We want also to be more efficient in the production so that we can be quicker, we can be cheaper. And, and so now we are in this phase that we are, say, analyzing every step yeah. and see, shall we first do that or that? Once that it's clear what is the best way, we will, of course, enlarge it and be ready to be yeah. yeah. So watch this space for thousands. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic, really good. And it looks amazing as well, it's yeah. a really beautiful house. Yeah. But the interior is quite unique as well, isn't it? The design-wise. Yeah, we said it would be a pity, let's say, to have a revolutionary product and then try to make or make a standard parallel inside. Yeah. So we said this we, we, we have to use this possibility of the strongness of the body to create a new interior. So, for example, the, the fridge, it doesn't come up until the ceiling, so that it allows us to install so a lightning, indirect lightning, which is going around the, the caravan. And so, uh, it would mean line, lighting? Yeah, the... It, oh, on the exterior? No, no, on inside. Inside, inside. inside. Yeah. inside so yeah. we call it ambiental light. Ambient so, light, okay. yeah. And when you come in, of course, it's a different dealing because yeah. you have no interruption in okay. the length of probe. Yes. And also, for example, when you switch on these lights, it doesn't just go on everywhere. It's, it's running. So, yeah. so it's nice. something yeah. Yeah, different feature. So. And we, for example, left away the left side windows in the rear to give the living room 
let's say, the, the design as a, a rear living room at home. I mean, every caravan has a sleeping room with three windows. The yeah. thing you can do is to put some lights in the corner or do some, yeah, try to give some function. Yeah. And we, on purpose, we left away this window and we created an element which is revested with uh, some fabric to keep on sort of feeling this warmth. Different look and feel to the and, interior. And, yeah. having, uh, and having a function, sort of put some grasses or, oh, so or uh, storage maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some photos, I haven't looked inside it, it's been so busy, but uh, it did look really smart, really stylish actually. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do you have anything else? Is nothing electric at the show? Yeah, we, we have our, by the caravans, we have our e-power version of caravans, which oh, are yeah. 100% electric, right. with no gas. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's been also an interesting and challenging project in the last two years, which customers are appreciating, especially new customers, uh, that uh, maybe think it's easier to come to the campsite, just plug in, and then everything is running. Yeah, of course, the limit of this solution is in the winter. I mean, it clearly said this is not a winter caravan uh, because the heating, say, power is, is just the air condition which is uh, okay. the caravan. But it's, it's an interesting concept and we developed, especially for this concept, a new unit, a control unit which is a smart control when the customer, for example, is cooking. This system will switch off the air conditioner, for example. Oh, so it doesn't so overload. To avoid that. Loading the supply. Yeah. That's clever. That's clever. So no electric vehicles then. I think you had a concept here last year, didn't you? Or was it the year before now? We, on the motorhomes, mm -hmm. um, we are still uh, continuing to work on that. And it's uh, concept yeah. is, uh, is to have an electric driven motorhome. But with still... two strong batteries okay. with, remember, I think 35 kilowatt, I think. And the, say the important issue is that we build in a range extender, oh, yeah. which is loading, constantly loading the battery so that this car can drive 600 kilometers. Yeah. And we don't have to build in seven, eight hundred mm -hmm. thousand kilograms <laughs> batteries is only two strong uh, batteries. Yeah. And the, it's not just a starting, is developed. And the challenge at the moment is, of course, is that we need a chassis without an engine because the engine, it's uh, like, okay. and yeah. at the moment we don't get even enough chassis as a standard. So your hands are tied, as, as, as we yeah. say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but we are, we invested, it's, it was one million in this project. Wow, okay. And if we'll go on, and of yeah. course we will- One day. Do it. And at the moment, this range extender is a standard engine, but you yeah. know, with smart, uh, with um, all the, the fuel, fuel cell, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Hydrogen and so. Yeah, but there are solutions, so. Yeah. Um, you scroll all those options. When, uh, when we'll have this technical solution, then it's ready. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So let's, let's just go back to the UK. Presumably you've had a, a good year in the UK? Yeah, it was good, of course. The challenge was to get the product. Yes. Everybody is so loud. Yeah. Everybody is screaming, having these sandals vehicles. 
we could, let's say, supply vehicles on inland. Yeah. That has been a very good, good result. It's a fantastic chassis. Yeah. And so we developed a range called the NTI Plus on MIN. We have the possibility to offer a four-wheel drive. Oh, of course, yeah. Big engine, and yeah, nice. the real automatic. Yes, yes, yes. Gearbox. And uh, so that has been a big, big success in the UK. We have been supplying some vehicle on Stellantis, what was possible. <laughs> And so, and now we will see with this new development of the T6 Volkswagen. It's really interesting, and we have the feedback of the dealers that were at the dealer meeting. They are enthusiastic, and they are just waiting to get uh, the first request. Okay. And will the Azure Caravan be on in, on sale in the UK, or is this? It's I not yet. To check I don't know now at the NEC if you. I think we will have one. Of course, it's not mirrored. It has no. the door on the continental side. Yeah. Uh, Potentially, not yeah. Great. Lovely. <laughs> okay, I think that's probably enough for now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, I'll go and have a little look at the, the vans now, but uh, yeah. certainly I'm a big fan of, obviously, the VW T6.1 is, is a, I think, a lovely base vehicle, and I'm sure that's going to be yeah, a big success for you. So congratulations. And uh, thank you for your time. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. So there. Thank you for listening to that interview. I hope you found it interesting and understandable. If you want to look at uh, those products that we talked about, there are some links in the show notes and uh, with the episode. So it's probably help if you get a bit of a visual guide to it. But I was very grateful for his time, and certainly I was very impressed with both the Canal's Tourer CUV and the Azure Caravan, which the uh, I think we said, I think we mentioned it in the interview, the Azure will be at the NEC show in October. And I think they're hoping to bring the, the, the uh, CUV over as well, because I think it'll be very interesting for the public to see that. So that's all for this week. Next week, I have one more interview from Dusseldorf, uh, and I will tell you about that next week. Have a good week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It would be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.